When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, officially known as your mayor of PHNX, and I, of course, am joined by my vice mayor, the one and only Jesse Friedman. After you got rid of the mustache, Derek, I was prepared to be like happy about it. Like, mm-hmm. yes, this is like, I would rather look at this face than the yeah. face before it. But yeah. I, I, I don't know. It. I don't know how to feel today, no. Derek. I just, I don't know who I'm looking at. I it's not a good look a person. Than you it's were not yesterday. a good look. And let's be honest. I knew better than to, uh, you know, basically shave it off, but, uh, it had to go. The mustache was bad. I was spending a lot of time in the hot tub inexplicably, Jesse. I was just, I'd, I'd, I'd take a nap on the couch, wake up in the hot tub. I'd blame it all on the mustache. But uh, <laughs> this show, of course, is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX. And simply for betting $1 on any team to score, you'll get $100 in free bets instantly should the team do the thing that you bet on them to do, which is score in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Jesse, it's official. Uh, all It's everything. Everything else is over. Uh, there's no more tank season. There's no more free agency season. Uh, it's just, it's lockout season now, Jesse, it's lockout season. Grab your pillows, uh, grab your, uh, your nighties, you know, grab your pajamas and take a nap (laughs) for the time being, uh, no work is getting done and it doesn't look like it's going to happen in the foreseeable future. So, uh, let's talk about this. First of all, the start of the lockout and, uh, how long we think these negotiations are actually going to go for. Well, first of all, I have to say that last night was kind of hilarious when all of this went down because ha- have you been on MLB.com lately? Oh, yeah. Have oh, you yeah. been on, on DBacks.com lately or any, uh-huh. any Major League Baseball team's website? Yeah. There is, there is no current news about any players. Everything about current players, <laughs> like all of the recent – Free agent signings, the trades, all of that has been removed. Even their pictures, Derek, are no longer there. And players are having are getting a kick out of this today. There's a, an entire movement of players on social <laughs> media changing their avatars to just like this blank face that yeah. Major League Baseball is using for them now on their website. I don't know exactly the circumstances here if Major League Baseball isn't legally allowed to use uh, you know, their, their picture or whatnot during this time, or they're well, just making a statement. I don't know. Maybe, you know, something I don't hear. I, I don't either. No, I, the only thing I can think is that when you see a lot of the fine print in things like baseball cards or in, you know, for instance, MLB, the show, there are lines about the likenesses and such being owned by the players right. association. Right. So I think because those, that website isn't owned by the teams it's not owned by the players association it's owned by mlb and all the websites related for the teams are owned by mlb so it might it might just be a precautionary measure it might be them going too far 
or yeah. it might be this modern day, you know, kind of thing, right? Like you can't use a song in the background of a birthday uh, party video without Facebook sending you a warning that you don't know right. the music in the background <laughs> music, right? So, I mean, we're getting to this point where media is strictly controlled by those who own it. And that I imagine carries over to the players likenesses, right? They can still have the information about them on there, but it's kind of like the restrictions that websites that aren't associated with MLB are held to without, you know, you can't use their right. logo in your advertising and can't do certain things because you don't own that and you don't have permission from either the MLB or from the players association to do so. I just think it's funny that the diamondback signed Mark freaking Melanson yesterday and you go on their website and there's, there's nothing there. You will find nothing about Mark Melanson on their Can't website right it. now and, and, on, and on MLB.com like MLB.com is just this hilarious collage of articles about like, like the best player in the sixties, just like all of these super random things. Yeah. That's all that they have to talk about. And that's all they're going to have to talk about for a pretty long time. Because as you said, Derek, we might be stuck here for a while. And, and I mean, I know it just started, Jesse. I, I know it just started, but I wanted to give our predictions on when we think it might end. Yes. The most arbitrary enough. and impossible game ever. Let's yeah. do it. Eric. Yeah, I'm it makes so no down. sense at all. Makes no <laughs> sense at all. Jesse, I will give you uh I will give you the floor for you to make your case for your date and what your date is. All right. Well, I think it's obvious, Derek. I think everyone knows this. Everybody right? understands this is what this super, yeah. super clear. Uh, January 28th. Mark it down on your calendars, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's, January uh, 28th. Yeah. I'm sure of it. That January 28th will be, will be the day that this all ends. Uh, I don't really know, Derek. But my, um, my case is just that I think, I think that gives them a decent buffer before pitchers and catchers report. And I really do think that both sides are heavily motivated to get this done. Nobody wants to see us miss out on regular season games. Nobody wants us to see or nobody wants us to miss out on any spring training games or any part of that experience. Um, I know, like you said yesterday, that would be a big hit to the local economy. Which oh, is they, oh, they're they're already are... up in arms about it, Jesse. The yeah, local news yeah. Is furious. They're furious. They want they want you to know that this lockout is going to affect the Arizona economy. And it's not, they're not wrong, right? Yeah. I've always, I've always referred to spring training as the, the trap. It's the trap because people come here <laughs> to see spring training and they somehow get the impression that the weather is like that all season long or all year yeah. long, or like the summer, like we're already in summer. This is how hot it gets. This is nice. Yeah. It's nice in March and, and part of April. And then that's it. Then, then you're in the hell times. But by that point, some people have made the, Aaron decision to, to come live here from wherever their nice climate possibly was. So, uh, I don't know. It, it's definitely, I think the, the attraction time of the year, it's the best time to at least bring people out and have so much to do. I yeah. know there's a lot to do in the Valley besides, you know, besides spring training at that point too, there's usually a whole lot of events and, and such, but, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I hear what you're saying. January 28th sounds like a good date. It's still a little far away, but if they got it done by that day, there wouldn't be any drama. There wouldn't be any panic, Jesse. That's so there's true. No way. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, that's a pretty optimistic day. There is no I'll way they get it done there. that early. There can't, there can't be that lack of drama. There can't be that lack of, of 
nail biting. So I am going with February 14th, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Wow. You know, here's the thing. It's Valentine's Day. So, of course, because we all need to love each other. So maybe that'll be the day that they learn to get past their differences and just get this deal done. More importantly, pitchers and catchers would report either that Wednesday or the following Wednesday. And I know that they don't want to impact spring training, but I think that that is going to be the 11th hour for them. I think that is going to be when they truly will need pressure-wise to get the deal done because that is the point when no matter how you want to cut it, the season, the 2022 season, is now being impacted. Once we get past that midweek of February or the next week of 20, you know, the 21st through the 25th, yeah, uh, we're, we're going to be into a period of time where the, you know, everything's going to have to be pushed back, condensed. They're going to lose games in spring training. They're going to lose time for these guys to get ready. Baseball is a fickle sport. You can't just all of a sudden pick up and say, all right, the season starts next week. Now it's not, mm-hmm. it doesn't work out that way. The minute that they start to, you know, allow teams to get back to getting together it's going to take a while for things to get ramped up so I, I i'm hoping that they they feel the pressure by that point and get it done so that it doesn't impact this season at all in any way shape or form if not i will come back and blame jesse 100 <laughs> percent for getting my hopes up so high and telling me how the season wasn't going to be impacted by the lockout so that would be about 10 weeks from now is what yes. you're saying oh gosh that's like that's a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'll tell you this much. Uh, you'll have a lot of time to go on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and familiarize yourself with it before baseball season starts. That's not very true. <laughs> you get some, get some, get some bets going on. Do what you can uh, to, to uh, use your free bets. Use our code of PHNX. Bet a dollar on any NFL game this weekend. And if any team scores, you'll score. You'll get that $100 in free bets. Then, like I said, you turn it around, you you bet that on some same-game parlays, you avoid scores and who's going to win all that. Just just go and do what I do. Uh, doubt people. You take the under on their yards, take their y- under on their touchdowns, see what you can uh, come together uh, and give yourself a nice little parlay. Then you take that money and you go do your holiday shopping. Have yourself a very happy holiday season. But uh, remember, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, uh, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. I, I'm still, I, I was Mr. Parlay, but, you know, our, our buddy Patrick Lyons came on the show and he had to call himself Big Papa Parlay. It's been weeks and I it's been living in my head rent free. So I can't even call myself Mr. Parlay because it's such a, it's such a subpar <laughs> nickname compared to Big Papa Parlay that I've just been, I've just been wrestling with it this entire time, but you can call yourself whatever you want on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, use our code once again of PHNX, and you will get that $100 in free bets instantly by using $1 to bet on any team to score should that team score. Uh, 21 and over only, Arizona only, gambling problem, dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Uh, I'm upset though, Jesse. Yeah. The free agency season has come and gone. It was fun I'm, while it lasted, though. It was. I'm not <laughs> look, I'm not mad about what the Diamondbacks did. I tried to look on the positive side. I tried I was very I was very positive about it. You were um, very positive. You kept saying yesterday that you were like, 
Yeah, I'm glad they stuck to their plan yeah. and didn't do anything. Yeah, and then Derek, they surprised Derek us from yesterday is an idiot. He's an idiot. Um, all right, all right, he's a he's a positive dummy, and I don't know what's wrong with that guy. But let me tell you this. When I really sat down and took in that the New York Mets essentially put together yours and mine, uh, essentially dream team of free agents. Pretty much. You yeah. know, they got Scherzer. They got Eduardo Escobar. They got Starling Marte. Uh, they got Mark Canna. And they also might have my allegiance. I don't know. I don't ever want to root for a New York team. But as far as I'm concerned, it's like they created my my team on their team. Well, you see, the Mets, they're, they're not – like I don't really view the Mets as a New York team, even though they are a New York team, <laughs> because they're just kind of a different breed. Like, like have you ever met a Mets fan, Derek? Mm. Yes, I yes, I have. Yes, I you have. I actually a have a Mets fan friend, uh, my 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 friend D Hat. Yes. Okay, okay. One yeah. though, not many. So I was, kinda, I don't get what you're saying. I was on so this this was several years ago. Um, I got invited onto a Mets podcast once. I still am not really sure why this happened, but there was <laughs> there was some guy who hosted a Mets podcast and he was like, Hey. Are you not sure why you got invited or why a Mets podcast existed? Because I mean, that's that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, people could be questioning us. Really, really. Let's not not pull threads. (laughs) Let's not pull threads. Okay. Right, right. Uh, But yeah, it was just like this guy was just. um, I don't know. Mets fans just have such a like such a sad like they kind of have a sarcastic like way about them. Like the kind of this like woe is me. Just I have like no idea everything. what you're talking about in comparison to D-backs fans at all, Jesse. We didn't just yeah. tweet out an announcement about them getting a closer and have 50 people reply with, why would you need a closer when you're never going to be in a closed situation? <laughs> <laughs> we we didn't get a lot of those. We, we get it. Get they don't a score a lot of runs. We understand where you're coming from. We covered that on the show too. But, uh, you know, one, be more original. And two, do we have to do this already? Do we have to already, uh, like, when they do acquire someone, pick on the fact that they acquired someone? I mean, you could have done that with anybody that they picked up, to yeah. be honest. Unless yeah. they went out and did what the Rangers did, which even then, I'm sure there would be a half a dozen Even people. then, even then, Derek, people would be like, why you need a middle infield when your bullpen sucks, right? Like, no, like... Why are you spending over no half a billion dollars when you have 6,000 people in your stadium? Yeah, all those jokes. We got it, oh, yes. I know. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, anyway. but it's uh it's still it's probably the one team that makes me sad. It's probably the one team I'm a little envious of, mostly because it's guys that I am very familiar with and I yeah. like very much and I think are going to do big things, you know. Uh all of those guys, former D backs, with the exception of Canna, and that's somebody that you were very high on as far as an option potentially for the D backs to be looking at. They're all great players. I mean, honestly, I'm excited for Mets fans. Uh, they need this. I mean, it's it's been it's been a long time since the since the Mets have really been able to uh, do much that was notable, right? I mean, they they've been in the playoffs somewhere happy recently, about but yeah, yeah, but they, I mean, they need this, and um, and I'm just excited to see Max Scherzer pitch for the Mets. I mean, after pitching for the Dodgers, like seeing him come over and, and you know, be himself on a team like that, that really needs him. Whereas when he was on the Dodgers, it's like, 
you know, I mean, the Dodgers are just an unbelievable team with or without him. It's I mean, it, it's like a it's a ship full of captains. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a ship full of guys with playoff experience, and especially someone like Scherzer, who actually has more experience than most of the guys on the team, or all of the guys, in fact, still coming over on a team like that that's so well established. So many of them have been on that team for a while. It's got to be a weird feeling, like you said. There's going to be a different feeling for him to come over to to the Mets. the The Mets are going to look at him as a leader. Uh, I think the you know the starting rotation is going to be thrilled to be a part of a rotation that includes him, and they're going to you know utilize him for his experience and and other things. I, I'm big on that because I know how big uh, you know these things can be for young guys. You know Zach Gallen talked yeah. about changing the side of the plate that he pitched from, making just this huge improvement in his game. You never know when one single piece of advice from a veteran or a coach is going to improve your game substantially like that. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm jealous. And that's really all I wanted to cover involving the Mets <laughs> is just talk about how jealous and Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer. My God. Like, and then Taiwan insanity. Walker, former yeah. D back Taiwan Walker over there. I mean, I think he's still, he, he, he came back down to earth, but he was an all-star and he had a great, you know, first half. So yeah, uh, I think that they have a lot of positive things going, um, and be interesting to see what they can do. Uh, that that division at times is wide open, but also has the World Series champions in it. So you know, World Series champions that might be decimated by free agency whenever free agency starts again, because a lot of people <laughs> are licking their chops about Freddie Freeman, and yeah. uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out. But uh, one other thing I wanted to get to, I know we're on the lockout season. Can we put lockout season back up there, please? Because I just it's a great graphic, and we need to – every time we switch over to lockout season. Um, so now we're talking that some of the proposals that we'll have during this uh, this whole negotiation, some of the things we've heard about, the first one actually could impact the D-backs substantially. Uh, yeah. And that is the fact that there's a proposal in the CBA that uh, the MLB has offered to the Players Association to change their draft with an NBA-style lottery system for just the first three draft picks, right? Thus preventing – Tank season a little bit, which makes me sad. You know, I, I still like tank season, but you're going to get into tank season regardless. It's 162 games. Well, you know, let's throw it up there one time just for old time's sake. Tank season, I love oh tank season. So. <laughs> oh, we're going, well, preventing that, we'll put a big like X over that one of these days or whatever, right? But uh, basically the top three teams would be entered into a lottery system. And if that comes through, from my understanding, that could impact next year's draft. They could still have that lottery for the 2022 draft, which could result in the D-backs either moving back one draft position, which would be a total D-backs thing to have happen, right, or it right. could result in them getting the number one draft pick. Wouldn't it be funny if they got Elijah Green? After no, all it's, that's all I want. That's all I want <laughs> to happen. I don't care. I don't care if they get three, two, or one. Just get Elijah Green is all I really want. But uh, it's interesting because I think that there are a lot of things that they've put into this potential cba that is going to improve competitive balance is going to make baseball better right mm. i know we talk a lot about this being about money and sides looking greedy but i really feel like this season was the best example of why competitive balance is important you know so many of the teams uh <laughs> that that didn't really end up being competitive were out of it from you know march from April, you know, they, they didn't even, uh, they didn't even try to make any moves. The Cubs 
wave the white flag and not the one with the W on it a long time ago, you know? <laughs> and it's like, it's situations like that. It's like understandable. Again, what the Diamondbacks have gone through in this division is understandable. Now with the Dodgers potentially not falling apart, but the Dodgers maybe coming back down a little bit and not being able to afford all of these great players that they had and, and maybe the com- the com- competition level being a little bit closer, n- you know, maybe next year, not this year, but maybe the following year, is that perfect time to strike for the D-backs where their young talent has had some time in the majors and, you know, some guys have emerged as, you know, top talent and they can add some free agents next year. Right now, what I'm hearing from a lot of D-backs fans is still that lament that the D-backs aren't spending a whole bunch of money this offseason. I can understand it because what you're looking at right now, competitive balance-wise, is a bunch of teams spending a bunch of money, a bunch of the less competitive teams that were out of it last season from the beginning, right? Uh, Or And and I mean, in some cases, some of them have made it very clear that they want to spend money, but they haven't been able to get those big players, right? So like a team like the Tigers most definitely are in the hunt for Carlos Correa because uh, they've struck out on – a couple of their big free agent names they were going after. So I could see them having a lot of money to throw his way. Right. But teams like the Rangers and the Tigers and the Marlins are all teams now that are trying to, uh, you know, in bump up that comp c- competitive level. And, uh, it, it, you know, again, it's a, it's a transition period. So it's cool to see that it just, it's not the right time for the D backs right now. I don't, I, I don't feel like. It's interesting what this uh, what this will do. I don't personally think that Major League Baseball has as big of an issue with with tanking as some other sports do, particularly the NBA, where I think it's abundantly clear. I mean, the Suns were clearly tanking for several years there. I mean, just holding out players from playing and whatnot for for no real apparent reason for a while there. So. Um, I don't think Major League Baseball has as big of an issue with that because um, it's harder to actually tank. Yeah, it's you know, harder. It's harder to tank, and it also doesn't. The reward is is less significant, right? Like Mike Hazen said himself, we've talked about it a million times. The Diamondbacks didn't even want the number one overall pick, right? right. So right. I don't think they would view this as a very different situation, and I highly doubt it would really impact the way that teams perform down the stretch. I don't see a lot of Major League Baseball teams holding out their best players toward the end of the season so that they can lose more games. The Orioles played Cedric Mullins at the end of last year through the entire season, who's an incredible player. And they weren't going to hold him out because they were trying to tank, right? That wasn't what they did. Um, Now, you know, granted, the Orioles didn't spend much money, and there are other things on that roster you could point. Maybe they were tanking in the larger picture. But I don't see see this having the kind of impact that would really change how teams, you know, create their rosters and how they use them down the stretch. Well, I'll remind you, and I'm not accusing the D-backs of tanking a single game, but I will remind you that in the final game of the year, when they were were almost (laughs) the worst team in baseball, Lavello did sit Cattell Marte for rest. I still still think that's a Lavello quirk. I still think that 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 sounds like a Tari Lavello. You say whatever you want to say, Jesse. You say whatever you want to say. I will say it's the last game of the season, and... He, he he wasn't trying to tank wink so anyway <laughs> but it didn't work out <laughs> they end up winning that game anyway and that's what that's what that's what of course would happen to us but uh you know 
just uh, as a reminder, even though you're not going to find any information about it, apparently at MLB.com, or at least with any pictures, uh, you can go to gophnx.com and there'll be pictures on our website. I promise you, uh, Jesse has a piece coming up, uh, on, on our, uh, acquisition of our new reliever slash closer, uh, that you can get over on gophnx.com sign up to become a member. Uh, you can get an annual membership, which will get you a free t-shirt over at the phnxlocker.com or you can sign up for the month-to-month option, and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. Uh, Remember, it's a great holiday gift to yourself, to your loved one, uh, for you guys to share, enjoy, become a member, become a member of the family, Uh, join our members-only Discord, get uh, discounts on the merch all the time. There's always discounts. I'm not going to tell you about the Black Friday deal that already passed because I already did that, and Jesse scolded me for being mean about it. You're literally doing it right now. Yeah, I know. Oh, baseball, yeah, well... I mean, but if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, did it make a noise? I don't know. (laughs) Um, But I will say uh, I definitely appreciate you guys checking out the show and and definitely uh, go over to gophnx.com and become a member today. Uh, Jesse, the other proposal that's part of this whole uh, CBA uh, lockout deal that, that we've talked about and we wanted to discuss here is uh, the expanding the playoffs to 14 teams. Again, something that could impact the D-backs in the, in the next coming years if they do decide to go this route. But it is a complicated route. It's not a <laughs> – it's definitely not a straightforward situation as far as uh, their idea goes. So let's talk about this because uh, it's, a little, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. Part of me would be concerned if the league went with this because I think playoffs would come and everyone would just be super confused and not understand what was happening uh, because there's a lot of layers to this. But here's the proposal that was laid out. So it's 14 teams total, Correct. So seven National League, seven American League. And, uh, you know, currently it's five and five. So we're changing that to seven and seven, which basically just means they're adding two additional wild cards uh, right. for each league. And so but, you've got your but they yeah, won't be they won't be one game wild cards. They'll be wild cards that they actually yeah. participate in a three game series, right? Right, right. So it's a three game series, and so you have your three uh, division winners, and then you basically have one of the wild card teams um, that gets thrown in there as well, because the leading team in each league gets a bye for the first round. So. Correct. So there's a buy in the so, first round for each league, and then you've got six teams left over, and the home teams are the top wild card plus the other two division leaders. And then based on the order of record, Derek, they get to choose which of the wild card correct. teams they want to play, correct. which is a bizarre situation. That's really where that's really where things went off the rails a bit. When they started to say that the uh, uh, division winners that don't get the buy uh, get to choose their wild card opponent with right. the one with the better record of the two getting the first choice and then the other one. So, like, for instance, yep. um, uh, in, in this season, so there'd be four wild cards total uh, and yep. then the three division winners. So, this year in the National League, it would have been the Giants and the Tampa Bay Rays with a first round buy. Yeah. Uh, the Brewers would have been the uh, first division winner with the wild card of their choosing with the first choice. And then the Braves would have taken their wild card of their choosing. 
the wild card field would have been the Dodgers, the Cardinals, the Reds, and the Phillies. But the Dodgers would have also gotten to host a game. Host a game, correct. So they, so they wouldn't, and they wouldn't have gotten to choose their opponent, though. They would have gotten whichever wild card team was left correct. after the Brewers and the Braves made their and selection. It's, no one was going to choose the Dodgers anyway, so the Dodgers right. weren't going right. to be picked by another team. Uh, then in the American League, like I said, it's the Rays with the bye. Astros and the White Sox are your division winners with the Astros getting the first choice as far as who they would want to pick. Then the wild card is pretty much the AL East Red Sox, Yankees, Blue Jays, with the Mariners being the seventh and final wild card spot or fourth. They're just the optics of a team choosing who they want to play in the playoffs. Part of me feels like they would just go with the team with the worst record and try not to put too much into it. But sure. part of me is also like, well, I mean, if one team, you know, if you've got two teams to choose from and they have practically the same record, you know, but one of them has this super dominant ace and the other one doesn't, you might be willing to fit to choose the team that has the, the, you know, the better record overall, just because in a shorter term situation, you know, you feel like you might have a better chance against them. Let's so, take a look at this too. Uh, Cause yeah. I think this would apply. Like let's say the Brewers matched up well against the Reds instead of the Phillies, which would be the final seed. Right. So let's say the Brewers with their choosing go for the Reds, uh, for any reason, right? Maybe they're, like you said, maybe they do have a dominant starting pitcher, but he's injured and he's not playing or something like that, right? For whatever variable that might come into play. And then maybe the Braves don't match up well. Maybe they've lost the season series to the Phillies considering they're both in the NLE. So instead of going after them, they decide to play the Cardinals. You know, that that, that these are all things that could, could happen. And if they yeah. do happen, I want it to happen in a, with some pageantry like <laughs> i want like the manager to have you want to like an, you want like a televised event yes where this happens <laughs> with an envelope <laughs> that he opens <laughs> and announces on it. stage who they're going to play that um, would be amazing i would in full can uniform. you imagine the ratings for that oh my like, god people like <laughs> like they want more tv revenue derek that that event would sell on espn i mean do it do it do it on the baseball field as on the pitching mound you know come out to like a microphone set up out there and, and be like you know the uh, milwaukee the milwaukee brewers select <laughs> The Cincinnati Reds, and then people lose their mind. Yeah, you know? <laughs> come on, I'm with it. Oh, Baseball's man. boring. Let's make it more exciting. Whatever we can do. Confetti shoots out, banners drop. Would like the the matchup, you know? What are, versus Reds. Why is there confetti? Like I don't know. Because confetti makes everything better. Jesse, are you kidding me? Why okay. is there confetti? Right. We'll you're going to be asking why is there everything. bunting and why is there all this other stuff around a ballpark? I don't know. Because it would be great. Fireworks. Can we get fireworks at least? Would that be okay? Sure. Fireworks sure, better than fireworks. confetti. Yeah. You're right. Fire confetti celebratory. Fireworks at least are an announcement level. Yeah, just big a big deal. event. Just all a right. big event. Right. Uh, what are your thoughts on these playoffs? Do you hate it? Because I know you don't like the idea of more more teams in the playoffs. Well, so yeah, we've talked about this a little bit before. I don't like the idea of a 16-team expansion, which is another dot idea that's been floated around. This sure. is what we saw last year with the pandemic. Uh, the league was able to convince the players to go to 16 teams in the playoffs. Um, and I don't like that. I think sure. it I think it cheapens the playoffs just a little bit too much. 
I mean, it's like, where do we set the, where do we set the bar? I mean, why not, if you're going to take 16, why not take 20 teams, right? Like I, I just think 16 teams is Look more than 16 teams is more <laughs> than yeah, half of the yeah, league. We have everybody in here. Now everybody <laughs> comes in. We're going to do final four. Let's add 64 teams. So we can have 64 teams in the playoffs. I, I just say, think if a, if a team is like 77 and 85, yeah. like we don't need to see them in the playoffs, right? Well, it's just not base, a compelling product. Baseball's like a fickle sport too, right? So the thing about yeah. that is, is that a team could catch fire at the end of the season, right? Yeah, and the 77 the... and 85 team could totally just blow out the 107 win team. Right. In, and and, in and, one and series. Right. the one thing I like about this particular setup is as weird as it is, I, I like that it's unconventional. I like that they're doing yeah. their own thing instead of copying a typical bracketed system that other it sports would be do, interesting. I mean, right? it would be fascinating. And yeah. and and the other part that I really like about it is that the team with the most wins in both divisions gets a buy in this whole thing, and that's right. the only team that gets out of it, right? So that that awards a team for playing hard all 162 games and having the best record in their league right so i i think like you said it's such a ridiculously long season that the reward used to be making the playoffs the reward used to be that such yeah. a limited amount of teams went to the playoffs that that was what you played for during the season that's why the season was so long because it was kind of like a playoff you know it was especially when there were less teams because the teams were constantly playing teams first only in their league only in the nl and the al they weren't doing this you know cross contamination thing and then they also you know were mostly playing of the 162 games like a hundred plus of them against their division right so it was truly proving who the best team in their division was now with the scheduling and everything else it's not so much i mean you do play your division opponents more than anybody else but right. it's still not that same thing of of being you know constant competition against those teams in your league and your division and then playing eventually against another team in the american league or national league in the world series so mm -hmm. I, I don't know i i i think it's interesting and i i do like the fact that it rewards certain things i it's it's kind of weird to look at the way this would line up with the dodgers being a wild card team you know and again yeah. with with almost the entire AL East making it in on the American League side, with the exception of the Orioles. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I mean, you it's could have you could setup. you could feasibly have all five teams from one division, right? I mean, you could yeah. have division winner plus four wild cards coming from one division. Some crazy that's, things with how much happen. they paid play each other. That's got to be impossible, though. There's always got to be one team like the Baltimore yeah. Orioles that were the highly, winning boy in the division. Highly unlikely. Yeah. Highly unlikely. But I do, I do think it's important to mention the CBA aspect of this. Like, what are the, you know, what are the league, what do the players think of this? And this is totally a proposal by the league. They're the ones who are pushing for this. Right. They want the additional gate revenue. They want the additional TV revenue that comes with expanding the playoffs. And I think they're also, you know, trying to back that up with with a competitive balance element to this. Um, just that it it gets more teams in there. And from a Diamondbacks perspective. That's a good thing. I mean, the Diamondbacks would benefit from from this sort of setup. Uh, there would be seasons where they would make the playoffs under this setup that, uh, you know, under the current uh, situation, they have not made the playoffs in. So uh, there's a benefit there from the player's side. They view this, Derek, as, uh, you know, 
we feel that teams might not be willing to push their chips in quite as much. If, if more teams make the playoffs, it kind of cheapens it a little bit. Maybe you're not going to go quite as hard at the trade deadline, you know, trying to acquire guys. And I guess more so from the player's perspective in free agency, maybe you're not going to pay that extra few bucks to get, you know, that, that extra reliever or whatever. If you feel that eh, there's kind of a lot of teams that make the playoffs, we'll probably make it. And at the end of the day, we're just hoping to catch fire at the right time anyway. So why would I bother to shell over the extra few million dollars for whoever it is? Right. So, so that's the concern from, you know, for this on the, on the player side of things. I think that to be honest, there. <laughs> there's there's a lot of overthinking of that when it comes to the players and i mean i guess there's probably data to back it up right yeah uh really what it comes to for me is is that they you know they, they need to make sure that they think about ways to keep these teams interested in in having players on their team with the way that teams all of a sudden start you know it, it's not just the trading guys off right because that's still the top percent that's still the better guys what about the number of guys that are like dfa'd or sent back down to the minors or whatever you know when when teams are you know not really doing well or whatever the amount of guys that are cut i understand that there's still a lot of movement and there's a lot of you know uh there's a lot of fire sales right where where players yeah. on good teams or on bad teams get moved to good teams during this time and with that hope those players are going to be left on those bad teams because those teams might have a chance at making the playoffs, but it's good for competitive balance really at the end of the day. And that's, what's good for baseball. Like baseball needs all the help they can get. Our comments are basically filled with a bunch of people saying baseball doesn't exist and all sorts of other things, uh, four ball <laughs> and the pitch and the four. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is how people feel. And I don't, I don't blame anybody for that. And see, this is why I've been talking about how important this lockout is because they can do whatever they think they're doing for the purpose of, uh, you know, getting one side paid or whatever. They, they need to realize that a lot of people are losing interest in their game and, and just keep that, uh, you know, <laughs> at the front of their mind, especially mm -hmm. with other options. Uh, there's other baseball options that we can watch now. You know what I mean? Like KBO, ESPN will pick up a contract with KBO and Eric. That was, that was a time. Yeah, that was a time. The and they'll bring it back too. They'll bring it back really fast if baseball doesn't start. And people will jump on with the NC Dinos. And we'll get the merch rolling here at Foot Lockers and whatnot. And, you know, that'll be it. That will be what we watch now. We Did watch English it? Premier League. Like, why wouldn't we watch other overseas sports? <laughs> you know, we already know that MLS is great, but we know Premier League is way better. And a lot of people are fans of Premier League teams, right? We're not yeah. above watching sports overseas. And if baseball doesn't come back or it takes an extended leave of absence and shortens its season this year, Eh, you know, it's going to have a hard time winning people back, I think, because that's two two work stoppages and two big disagreements that kept them from getting back on the field in two years. You know, so uh, good luck if they decide to make this take longer than than our dates. I mean, your date. I hope your date is the date because we need to get back to there content. We're about to be snake drafting winter clothing here in a in a week or so, <laughs> but. Uh, just a reminder, you guys can go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use our code of PHNX, uh, and you'll get that $100 in free bets for betting $1 or more on any team to score any points. And also, go over to gophnx.com and become a me member, either an annual member 
or become a month-to-month -month member, annual member. You'll get that free t-shirt. Gift that t-shirt to one of your friends, your loved ones. They'll love it. They'll become a member. Maybe they'll gift their shirt back to you. It's all love. But I uh, hope you guys check that out. Also, if you're watching us right now on YouTube, please on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, please subscribe there. Uh, download, leave us a five-star review. Again, I know I am not a five-star man, but this guy over here is a five-star man. So leave us a five-star review. And uh, if you're listening to us on your favorite audio podcasting app, jump over to YouTube, subscribe over there, and hit that notifications button so you don't miss out on any of the original content coming out from us here at PHNX uh, and all the other sports. If you're an Arizona sports fan, it, it's it's just it's just a nonstop buffet of of sports goodness. But uh, we thank you guys so much for joining us. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore Dbacks. But of course, all road lead all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports. And that is on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All right, Derek, uh, before we go, real quick, you right, you ready for this? This is the this is the headline on MLB.com, or at least a list of them. So right now on MLB.com, there's like this great reads bar on the side of the web page. And this this is it. the this is the incredible content that's available. All right, you ready for this? Uh, baseball road trip locations in all 50 states. Um, they had one career AB and one career hit. So like players who had like, one hit and they're only at bat. Uh, the remarkable story of Robin Yount's brother. Um, let's see. We have the remark. Uh, Ted Simmons, a Hall of Fame Renaissance man. Uh, Wrigley banned from the World Series almost happened. These are the kinds of things that are on MLB.com right now. They've been so. waiting for this day, haven't they, Jesse? They've been prepared. They've, They've been, been preparing waiting. for a it's long like, time. It's like they lie to your face and they tell you, well, I think negotiations are going well, but then they're stockpiling articles like that. It's just like our pal Tori Lavallo being in France. He's like, yeah, I hope they get something done. I won't know, though, because I'm overseas in Europe enjoying my family and an absolutely great time, right? You you knew you knew this day was coming. We knew this day was coming. Hopefully, we also predict this date correctly so that uh, we don't have too long of a delay without baseball. Uh, maybe we brag too much about the baseball never stopping here in Arizona, Jesse. We might be at fault <laughs> it's, about, it's about to stop. <laughs> I, blame, uh, I blame myself for everything. I can't even go to sporting events anymore without feeling like I'm 100% re the reason for the loss. But, uh, you know, we hope you guys. January 28th, Derek. January, January 28th. 28th. There you uh, go. I, don't, I don't know. That's too, that's too, it's too optimistic, but uh, we're, we're cautiously optimistic over here. We thank you for checking out the show. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate you guys so much. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you play baseball.